Hey Buddy is a podcast for adults on how to be friends with other adults. It's definitely not for non-adults because of the swearing and all the talking about butts. So if you're a non-adult, wait a few years. We don't want to make your mom mad. I mean, you know how she is. The advice you're about to hear is probably wrong, but we mean well. I like that one because it was like a laser gun. Yeah. I was going for mouth orchestra. <laughs> it was incredible. I didn't want them to think we were singing anything. No. I just wanted them to think we got really proficient at cool instruments uh-huh. um, and or like sound mixing. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to emulate a Casio keyboard. It sounded like From it. From the 90s. Thank you. I was trying to do my own interpretation on Bossa Nova. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to Hey Buddy. Uh, we are a podcast on how to make and be friends as adults. I'm Cassie, your co-host. I'm Marissa, your co-host. Uh, we tried a little something different with a theme song. We sang each other's parts. I think we did great. It was. Could you tell? What did you guys think? Probably not. Probably couldn't tell. Spot on. It was flawless in its execution sex executions in its oh no i'm gonna kill you with my sex oh well i guess there's worse ways to go yeah well it depends on what kind of sex what do you want your last meal to be before your sex execution dong oh (laughs) (laughs) well shit that's how i was gonna sex execute you answering for him i can't execute you now with dong now that you're full of dong i was doing the thing where the execute this executioner was like i'm not even gonna let you answer i'm gonna tell you <laughs> what your last meal is what do you want for your last meal dong, dong. the executioner is kind of a douchebag well he's a executioner well you'd think he'd be great if he was if he were good at at the sex, he wouldn't kill you with it. No, that's, he's so good that it's the best sex that it's so good. He's so good at fucking that you get fucked to death. I hate the way you said fucking. <laughs> it sounded like it's already dirty. The way you said it sounded like it was real, real dirty. Like I'm gonna fuck you to death. But that makes sense. Because yeah. like orgasms are like little deaths. Yeah, right? oh, very French of you. So if you have just the biggest orgasm ever, you, big death. You die. Actual death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a superpower. What would your last meal be, though? Um, before you get fucked to death. You're not worried oh. about like cramping or anything. I am ah. feeling real bloated because you know it's going to happen. Even still, though, do you think that you have to participate um, in the fucking? Like, <laughs> like actively participate? Just yeah. lay there and take it. Or can you can you just enjoy the ride? Like, get on here, sexecutioner. Like, if he's like, turn over, you're like, no, you turn me over. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. I'm not going to help you fuck me to death. <laughs> if I'm going to die, it's going to be at your hands yep. and dick yep. and balls. Death by balls. Death by balls. Um, last meal. Okay, if we don't have to worry about the actual logistics of like my tummy being so full uh-huh. um during the sexcutioning. Sure. Um I mean you do want it to be a, a part of the equation that you're dying from from a sexcutioner or not, you know, firing squad. Although 
It's execution firing squad. What? Sounds awful. Like Bukaki Circle? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just you drown. Income. Yuck. Uh-huh. Nothing sounds worse. Just I'd rather be set on fire. <laughs> you would rather... You would then rather drown be in... emulated than than drown in semen? Yeah. Absolutely. Because I'm sure I'd pass out from the pain, like The pain? Yeah. Oh, from fire, from not fire. <laughs> like right quick. What's I'm wrong a big with your skin. I'm a big baby. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'd pass out like immediately. Like too much for my body to handle. I'm out. I would probably pass out before being set on fire. Because my brain is like, well, terrifying. This, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get lit on fire. Lay down. Lay down and roll. Lay down. <laughs> They'll never be able to set you on fire. You can't set me on fire. <laughs> you gotta catch me. Stop, drop, and roll. Oh, can't get me. Oh, I found a hill. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, you set me on fire? I immediately put it out. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff they taught us in elementary school is it's gonna working. be useful. I feel like a sex execution isn't something that you get as a punishment. Because um, that's wrong. But that, like, you choose... This is how I want to go out? Yeah. Ooh, so am I an old lady? Uh, let's go with yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. So in the future, when we're more open-minded, we'll have, like, euthanasia for yeah. old people. But instead of, oh, just give me so much morphine, it's, ah, oh, just give me some of that dick. Yeah. That was a great way to go. I'm. That's what I've been saying. Awesome. I hope we all die by sex one day. <laughs> Instead of, I hope I die in my sleep. Peacefully. Peacefully with my family around me. Just, no. I want to die. I hope I die. We'll get just handled. Pummeled. You want to answer some questions? I guess. <laughs> okay. Question number one. Uh-huh. Dear HB. Whoa. Oh. You call us hey buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We reserve HB for our good friends. Yeah. I don't know who you are yet. Excuse you. <laughs> I'll fix it for you. Don't worry. Dear Hey Buddy. <laughs> it's too late. My friend has questionable hygiene. Oh. He frequently smells like B.O. Oh. He is otherwise wonderful, of course, but I don't know how to address the odor issue and get his smells right. Help! <laughs> and that's signed, Mitch. Mitch. Who got a little too familiar with us. <laughs> it's okay, Mitch. We're friends now. Now that I know about your problems, yeah. you can call us HB. Man. Yikes. That is one smell that, without fail, makes me gag. Body. Body smells? Yeah. Just the pit stink. How do you tell a person, hey, man, I love you, but I don't love your body. It's so stinky. <laughs> You're just gonna leave it at that. That's <laughs> <But> mean. <laughs> I love you, but your body, I don't like it. You gotta work on that body. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Yeah. How how do you tell your friend that they stink real bad? You stinky. You're so smelly. Maybe compliment them every time they do smell good. Like on the occasion that they do wear deodorant. Never, I'm gonna guess that's not. No. Never stop talking about it. But if they do, just never stop talking about it. Do you think? God, you smell so good today. Today? Today you smell, what? It, what is that, mountain rain? God, you're like a, like a fresh pile of lumber, you are. What is that? No scent Arm & Hammer deodorant? That smells great. God, you smell like streak-free dove. 
Is that natural? Today, do you just smell like that? You smell like no body odor. And that's a good thing. That's an improvement upon your usual scent. Stinky McGee butts. Stinky, stinky butts. Do you wipe butts on your armpits usually? And you didn't today? Did you forget the butthole armpit juice? Well, number one, why does their why does their armpit smell like butts? Those are two different smells. That's what everyone wants to know. But, Mitch, what's happening with your friend? <laughs> but for real, though, there are times where you come up on, you roll up on a friend, and you're like, hey, what's up? Let's hug. No. I'm because sad I'm hugging you. They're holding hostage two ripe onions under their armpits. <laughs> awful. It's awful. Like, wet onion. Gross. Why are the onions so wet? Because <laughs> they've been stuck under that armpit. Get me out. They're sweating. Rub some Old Spice on me. God, something, anything. It's like when you put onions in a frying anything. pan and they start to sweat. <sighs> um, But if you let them keep them in there long enough, they'll get nice and golden and sweet. And they smell so good. Mm -hmm. So just hold out for that day. Yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's what your buddy's got cooking. He's got some... Sweet onion some... smell. <laughs> Some onions on the slow cooker. Yuck. Just one day you're going to have a nice tasty patty melt. And you're like, damn, Brett, this patty melt is choice. What you got? How'd you, how'd you do this? How'd you make it so ta tasty in my mouth hole? And, <laughs> and Brett's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know that, those smells I've been wafting at you? That's them in that sandwich. I've been onioning myself. Whoa, you took this in a totally different direction than I thought you were. What are you even saying? I'm saying that... He's scraping off his armpit into his burgers? No, what? gross. Disgusting. Brett is, doesn't have body odor. He has onions on him, his person. He has onions on he's his person. He's shaving body parts off into his food? No, he's not made of onions. He's not a weird vegetable monster. He has onions on him. He... <laughs> he... he takes onions and he straps them to his body and then and uses the heat his 98.6 degree body heat to slow cook these onions uh, to patty melt perfection and then he peels them off his body yeah. and puts them that is the most disgusting visual well he cleans them I he's not an animal he washes them after he cooks them is that what you're saying he's no chef <laughs> but that patty melt is choice is what i'm saying <laughs> have this ground beef this cheese this rye bread but you know what really makes it is is your pit onions brett yuck <laughs> uh kidding aside though this is rough awful. because this is a nice person they're not a dickwad yeah you don't want to be like whoa you smell um, cause it'll, it'll embarrass them. And people don't know. They don't know cause no one wants to walk around smelling like a butthole. Yeah. Some people just don't know that they stink. They're very used to their nasty smell. Yeah. Uh, I buy them good smelling stuff. Uh, you can't just like rub good smelling things on top of the stinky. That's not going to help. That's just going to make an awful symphony of the worst. I'm going to assume that they usually bathe. They just don't wear deodorant. 
So by the time they start to sweat, they smell. But you'd have to buy them deodorant. Yeah. Antiperspirant. So what you're saying is buy them some antiperspirant. <laughs> Here is the, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this. <laughs> yo, 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 Brett, Brett, Brett. <laughs> have you heard of this deodorant shit? Have you gone on this deodorant tip? Because I didn't know about it. I just learned about it today. I was like at the store. And I was like, what are these delicious smelling sticks? Are they candles? Is it for eating? Turns out it wasn't for eating. Learned that fast. So then I just started doing other stuff and I rubbed it on my body and I figured out that's what it's for. No. No, but you could, you, um, you could, you could buy him deodorant and say, hey man, I got a two for one Costco. Who do you want me to go grocery shopping for you? I'm at the store. Do you need anything? Do you need like um grapes or lettuce or milk or deodorant or uh bananas or tampons or deodorant? Um Does this dude need tampons? <laughs> well, you don't know what is Maybe hold them underneath is. your um your armpits. Yeah, you soak up all the stink. <laughs> Or, alternatively, I'll just stick them in my face so I can't smell you anymore. <laughs> put tampons up my nose. Just wear tampons in your nose every time you see them. For real. If you think, if you're one of those people that says, oh, I don't need to wear deodorant. Yes, you do. I know that there are a lot of you out there that are thinking to yourselves, man, that must suck to be that guy, Brett, and be so smelly and not know it. Good thing I don't have to wear deodorant. That's not true. You absolutely do. I think it depends on your friend's personality uh, in addressing the issue. Some people are can handle like you just being forthcoming with that kind of information. Like, mm -hmm. hey, like I'm just gonna pull you aside. You know, same thing with like, hey, you got something in your teeth, buddy? Have you been running today? You smell. Put yeah, on like, whoa, here, here's some bar of mine. Yeah. And just like very, not trying to like shame them or anything. Just be like, whoa, that's a fact. You don't smell good right now. You want some of my deodorant? Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Um, and some people will be able to handle that without like bursting into yeah. tears. The like jokey kind of. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> exactly right. Just hand out deodorants to all your friends at random. Mm-hmm. Today you get one. It's your turn, Brett. It's always your turn, Brett. Wow, Brett, you're so lucky. It's your turn again. It's your turn every week. That's weird. I put all my smelly friends' names into a hat and I draw one every week. And there's only one name and it's yours. Brett, you stink. <laughs> if if Brett is the kind of guy that can take it, if he can handle a, you're my dog, but please stop smelling like one. Here's this. Or whatever scent you choose, here's your starter. Put that on right this second. Because we're going to see a movie and I need to be next to you. I need to be next to you. <laughs> I need to be next to you, Brett. I just want to cuddle. And you're making it hard. Because <laughs> you smell like old sandwiches. I don't know. That doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. But if you can't, if they can't handle that, if you think that they are going to be really defensive or be really embarrassed. What if? You make it about your stink. That's good. Right? Oh, like, oh man. man. Ooh, whoa. I am ripe. I am stinky today. Do you have deodorant? And when they're like, no, you'd be like, what? What? Do you not wear it? Because everybody should everybody wear it. Everybody should wear it, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. And don't even like be like, you smell. Just be like, that's the wrong choice. Yeah. Everybody. That's not an option. Yeah. You don't brush your teeth? You need to. Yeah. 
I think this is one of those things where being direct is the best course of action. I think so, too. Um, you, you run the risk of embarrassing your friend, but I, it's not one of those... It's not going to ruin your friendship, necessarily, unless they're a really sensitive flower, then maybe a direct approach isn't the way to go. But I think, in general, a, hey, man, you're so manly that you just... You smell so stinky. It's this musk, and it's not pleasant. No. It's unpleasant. You're not attracting anybody to you. Well, I would say, even if they are going to be sensitive and they're a delicate flower, I would still be direct with them. Because you can't baby everybody all the time. And this isn't something... uh, And you can have that talk. You can tell them that this is the situation. If you can see it on their face, oh my god, Brett is mortified. You can address it right then and there. Hey, you know, I'm I'm sorry that I am, you know if you feel like I'm attacking you right now, I'm, that's not what it's meant to be, man. Like, it's just something that I have noticed. And just like if you had something stuck in your teeth, I would tell you. Rough. Rough. It's rough. It's hard. Th- those kinds of things are really sticky situations. Yeah. You don't want to hurt the person's feelings. It just yeah. is inherently embarrassing. If and you're like, oh, shoot, I didn't know I smelled so bad. Yikes, does everybody think mm-hmm. I smell bad? And that kind of humiliation, because it feels so public and so constant, runs kind of deep. Question number two. Dear buddies, I use Facebook, but sometimes it's depressing. There used to be a time when Facebook didn't exist, and we all still managed to be friends somehow anyway. What? Now it seems like you pretty much have to be on it or you risk being left out and left behind. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's still possible for people who don't use Facebook to be friends with people who do? If so, how? If not, how can we all make Facebook less depressing for each other and just happy instead? Love, Philip Marlowe, Private Eye. (laughs) (laughs) Delightful. Delightful. Thank you for making up a name. I don't understand what Philip Marlowe means about, um, or what they mean by depressing. Well, I I think there's a couple ways that Facebook has proven to be depressing for some people. One thing that I'm seeing a lot uh, on my friends list of people that are either leaving Facebook or really reducing the time spent on Facebook Mm -hmm. is that uh, people on their friends list post really negative, kind of bummer shit all the time. And uh, to that, I say, I just, them. and if it's somebody, yeah, I unfollow people all the time. It Constantly. lets you do that now. Just remove, remove that shit from your feed. Yeah. You do. You don't even have to block them because yeah. they'll know. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> they'll notice. Um, I've blocked some people. Uh. Um, but yeah, unfollow <laughs> people that you like obligatorily have to remain Facebook yeah. friends with. Um, but you don't have to look at their shit that no. they post. So don't. Just remove them from your feed. Um, You'll see their name pop up every now and then, but you certainly won't have to deal with the brunt of their weenie wani woo woos. <laughs> their what? That's what I call moments of Debbie Downerism. Weenie wani woo woos. Yeah. So there's two definitions. Most of the time, it's the person. This is so developed. Most of the time, it's the person. Like instead of saying you're a Debbie, instead of like stop being such a Debbie Downer, stop being such a weenie wani woo woo. That is the most complicated way. But doesn't it sound so great? It sounds like the most fun summer camp ever. Weenie wani, welcome to camp. Weenie wani woo woo. Right. It does. But, I mean, if it really was Camp Weenie Wani Woo Woo, no one would want to go. 
Right. It's just or they would go and they would just complain all day. It's Facebook. Yeah, it's Facebook. <laughs> Aww. Eh, yeah, well, you don't have to listen to all your weenie wanny woo woos on Facebook if you don't want to. Just or a fun name for a vagina. A woo woo? This is my we- my weenie wanny woo woo. Ew. Don't call any sort of genitalia by weenie wanny woo woo. This is my sunshine and biscuits. Biscuits? <laughs> Plural? <laughs> Come on down in my pants. Check out my golf course and putter. My golf course? Uh-huh. It makes it sound so expansive. <laughs> Mostly just like a putting green. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> You're in the weeds. <laughs> Come back. Sand trap. Watch out for the water feature. <laughs> <laughs> golf sex <laughs> why were we talking about that oh, oh facebook <laughs> yeah unfollow the weenie wani woo woos you don't have to listen to their stuff and that should make facebook far less depressing for you just right off the bat yeah Done. however there there's also another kind of uh depressing that oh. people experience from facebook okay tell me about it so so the first kind is easily solvable i think um and a lot of people just don't know that that feature exists for them Mm -hmm. it's just unfollowing people and if you have to reduce your news feed to five people then reduce it to five people you know what it's great (laughs) but people also i think experience some depression and this has been i think more extensively looked at is the Um, the way that people display themselves on Facebook. People often, uh, and I'd say for good reason, show just the good stuff that happens to them. They post only the best pictures of their faces. They, They post statuses only really about all the great stuff that happens in their lives. And that having constant snapshots of everybody's success all the time can feel depressing if you're not in that place if you're not as successful if you're not experiencing the same kinds of joys that they are and you're you're having a real lack of that in your own life it can feel like man everybody is doing so great and i'm doing so shitty where it's it's not really that but but people aren't not everybody is in the habit of posting all their shitty stuff Mm -hmm. so you you don't get a a complete picture and that can also be depressing for people so i i don't i don't know which one it is which one it is for For this particular person philip marlowe private eye for you Mm -hmm. i think if it's facebook just isn't your jam and it's just not doing it for you that's perfectly fair yeah. I don't think you need to feel any obligation to be on Facebook. No, I mean, you will. Facebook is really ubiquitous. You are going to feel like you're missing out a little bit. People will forget to invite you places because you're not on Facebook. And we you all use events to invite to, people. Exactly. <laughs> people are going to mention, oh, I posted about this on Facebook. You didn't see? Um, I do that all the time like a fucking asshole. <laughs> that's the trade-off. Because that's, that's the world we're living in now, guys. The internet, social media, etc. are things that we use every day, throughout the day. But absolutely, your friendship can exist outside of Facebook. Totally, I think it can exist outside of Facebook. But, um, with that being said, that means you kind of have to now take the responsibility yeah. of doing it old school, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we used to, there used to be a time when Facebook didn't exist and we all still managed to be friends somehow anyway. And that way 
was calling each other on the telephone. Having conversations with their ears and mouths. Yeah, and if that's um, something you're cool with doing, then I think you're going to do just fine at maintaining friendships with the people who matter to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably the big issue here is Facebook is kind of sometimes just like, wow, I'm friends with 500 people and I only actually talk to maybe... 15 of them in real life on a regular basis. The rest of these people, I don't really care about what's happening in their lives. And it feels really like weird and off-putting to some people to have that be a thing. I regularly call my Facebook. What did you hear? Call. I regularly. (laughs) What do you mean? Everybody? You call everybody on the phone. I do. I call them all on the phone. On the and, reg. If, and if we can't have a ear to mouth conversation, then they're out. Then they're out. I don't want to hear about what you got going on. We got to end this poke war. We're no longer friends. Vlad from seventh grade. Where even is the poke button? I don't know, but I get it. I only know how to poke back. Because it prompts you. I get poked a lot. And it says, want to poke them back? And you're like, okay. All right. But how do I initiate we a poke? We still doing it? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Um, yeah, we're going to experiment on Facebook. I'll do it. I'm going to poke you later. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's the, the obligation then becomes yours, um, because you have to just sort of accept that Facebook is something that everybody's on and it's super easy, um, for all of us to stay connected that way. That's where I put all of my event invitations. That's where I advertise stuff or... Hey, buddy, or whatever comedy thing I'm doing, you know, that's, it's just super easy and everybody's on it. So if you're making the choice to not be on it, I kind of feel like you need to just work a little bit harder to maintain your friendships in a non-Facebook sort of way. Yeah. And you're, you're right. You will be a little left out of the Facebook stuff, but I think the Facebook stuff isn't the foundation of your friendships. The Facebook stuff is, is something that's pretty secondary. Yeah. Um, and that shouldn't even make up a majority of your interaction um, with these people when you're with them. If while you're with them, all they're talking about is Facebook stuff, you need to get other friends. <laughs> yeah, those friends are the most boring. Sounds really boring. So sad. There's only so much you can do. Find a life. Yeah. And if you... <laughs> If you, but if you do choose to leave Facebook and you're starting to feel left out, ask questions. People love to explain stuff. They just love talking. Uh huh. Whether about themselves or about something that you want them to explain to you. Give them an opportunity to talk. They'll be happy to talk at you. Yeah. Cassie's absolutely right. If these are friendships that are, you know, well-developed friendships, like if I quit Facebook right now, I am not afraid at all that Cassie will forget to invite me to something. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure she'll remember Mm -hmm. to either send me an email instead or call me on the phone. Um, She'll probably still make a Facebook event for the people who are on Facebook. Yeah. But if, you know, you're somebody that matters in that person's life, they'll remember you. Yeah. And um, a great way to build a relationship um, is outside of Facebook. And you'll notice, I mean, obviously, the people that you're closest with, you're not friends because of Facebook. No. You're friends because of the time that you spend outside of it. Yeah. And then your last question is, how do we make Facebook uh, less depressing? And just be happy instead. And just be happy. I, I think that's the perception of Facebook is pretty subjective. I've never found Facebook to be depressing. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I would say that I fall squarely into the um, addicted to social media category. <laughs> and it doesn't bother me. It doesn't intrude in my life. I really do enjoy Facebook in the way that all your grandmas do. <laughs> <laughs> all of your grandmas. Yeah. How many I grandmas you got? Type in all caps. <laughs> I take pictures of my computer with my phone and post that on Facebook. I go to your wall and I say, Marissa, am I emailing you? Dear Marissa, <laughs> my feet aren't doing so great today. I hope you're doing better at work than when your mom told me. Commenting on your status updates about your life. Having a few drinks at the bar. I used to have a few drinks at a bar, but then I got gout. LOL. Goodbye. <laughs> That's my favorite, is when somebody else is interrupting grandma. Yeah. Comes into a conversation. It's like, man, I had a great time using the telephone before my stroke. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, God. <laughs> what is this machine? Please stop telling me about your medical ailments. So, yeah. I don't think there's anything you can do to make Facebook less depressing for everybody and everybody just be happy instead. That's like... Yeah. Each individual person's own thing. I feel like the way people experience Facebook is pretty disparate. If you want to stay on Facebook, that can totally be a personal goal for you. And, like, I'm going to try to put out happy thoughts and not put anything depressing out there into I'm the world. not going to follow people that bum me out. Yeah. And just make that your personal mission. But yeah. trying to take on ugh, the the responsibility of how do I fix everybody is... D d don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and if, if what you're saying right now, if you're looking at your iPhone or your computer and you're yelling at it and you're like, it's not one person, it's individual posts that bum me out, you can hide those too. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes I'll follow somebody that I, I mostly like what they have to say, but every once in a while they post something that just is so irritating. The second I see it, I don't let it hang out in my feed. The yeah. second I see it, I hide it. Because you know what happens with those types of posts? Other people are going to argue with them. Yeah. And then you have the, and then it keeps jumping to the top of your feed. Yeah. Because it's like, this is a really popular post because it's the worst. Yeah. And everybody's arguing on it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to see that. So just unfollow that post and then it's gone before you give it a second thought unfollow it and that way you're not thinking about it later yeah the second you recognize something is unsavory just go away goodbye goodbye yeah cool. friend, friend us on facebook yeah find us find us um on hey hey buddy on facebook you guys can post things to our wall yeah nobody's really done that yet like you can you can write at us yeah. like we are your friends because we are your friends friends we love you i don't love brett well, I love Brett. I just don't love his body smells. He's, you're right. He's really nice. Question number three. Number three. <laughs> I wanted to change it up. Was that good? It was like a really tiny hype man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, you know what? I miss Jimmy. We need a hype man again, but my budget's real small. I'll just buy this little small guy. I'm real small. Question number three. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dear Hey Buddy. What? I work in an office where everyone is friends. Okay. I just started and I haven't been able to find my groove with them yet. Yeah. How do I make office friends? Offices. I feel left out. Oh, no. Love, Amy. That's terrible, Amy. Okay, here's your money. Go away now, Tom Thumb.
mushroom to live under and a matchbook bed to call my own. It seems like it's going to be too big for you almost if you're living under a mushroom. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry to hear that, Tom. That's why I need the matchbook to close this all the way. Here, take an extra dollar. Oh, this is far too heavy for me. I'll pay Pallet to you. Thank you. I also have Square. <laughs> okay, so... um, I'll eat four crumbs. That's really... too much food for you. Yeah, I'm like I got a gorge. Gorge? I'm gonna binge. I haven't heard the word gorge in a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna drink this thimble of wine and die. Who uses thimbles? I drink from it and I bathe in it. <laughs> that seems unsanitary. Tom, let me buy you another thimble. No, it's not a charity king. Alright, have a good day. Whee! I just slid down a leaf. Now I'm riding my aunt home. How is our microphone picking up his voice? I can't hear you. I'm inside Cinderella's pocket with Gus Gus. I hope he eats you. I'm everything small. All right, Amy, so you want to make some office friends. Do you want them to be your actual friends? Like, or do you just want to have a relationship with them at the office? You want to be a part of the office culture. Yeah. Because the answer there is you bake something. Yeah. You bake something. With chocolate in it. Once a week. For like a couple months. You earn your keep. Yeah. But after a while, you're that girl that bakes shit. And you're everybody's favorite. Yeah. You have to keep baking every once in a while. Yeah. After that initial baking period. Yeah. You buy their love with carbs. And sugar. Mmm. Sugar, water, more. Alien beetles. <laughs> when was the last time you guys watched Men in Black? <laughs> was it recently? Because it should be. Um, and if it wasn't, you probably didn't understand what we were doing just there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really drove it home when I said alien beetles. Although, people probably have, like, gluten, nut, wheat, dairy, egg allergies. So make some vegan, gluten-free bullshit brownies. <laughs> <laughs> just bake regular food, and then people will be touched that you made an effort. Also, it makes you look like super caring if you're like, just so you know, there is there are like nuts in this or there are yeah. like just let them know if there's allergens in it. Or make one tray of regular delicious brownies and one tray of like my tried brownies. And those those are tried brownies are gonna be made with like almond flour and like applesauce instead of wishes. Sugar. Wishes and almond flour and applesauce. Yeah. It'll be like carob. Snow White on Paleo made you a pie. It'd be so great. <laughs> uh, so you can bake stuff. Yeah. If you just want to have a relationship with them in the office and not feel like well, everyone's talking to each other and not to me. Yeah. Um, which is shitty. Yeah. That's and it's like hard to just jump into the middle of the conversation. Yeah. Be that like one tone deaf person. Hey guys. What's the, what are you, right? <laughs> because it, the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Who is, incidentally, also their friend. <laughs> so you really fucked up. Yeah. We don't call her the boss. She's Sherry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's hard, especially if they're all already friends, like established uh -huh. friends. Yeah. It's really hard to jump into a group of established friends where you're yeah. the, you're the new kid on the block. Mm -hmm. If you want to be 
friends friends with them because i imagine these people are probably friends friends with each other they can be i don't know i i've worked in offices where i didn't hang out with anybody outside of work but we all definitely got along really well that's me at my job we took breaks together and we had a great time but i had no interest in being their friend outside of work i just you need that environment there in order to not feel like your soul is slowly leaking out of your body yeah i played hard to get at my job <laughs> i was like you're all friends with each other that's cool that's nice. whatever i don't need you i you make sassy remarks every now and then you everyone like pegs you as the funny girl yeah how are you at comedy and then they want to be your friend yeah and they work real hard at it take comedy classes yeah get funnier <laughs> <laughs> uh you could also Pick one person that you feel like is the most open. We gel. The most, yeah. We seem to get along really well. Pick that person and sort of approach them with the, how was your weekend? And ask them questions about them. That's the fastest way to make a friend. Mm -hmm. Is ask the other person questions about themselves. They will love it that you're interested. It's always delightful when somebody seems curious about you. And not in like a creepy way, like... How do you shower? Ew. Do you shed your hair a lot? <laughs> what do you use for your pores? None of those things. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> or do. Maybe the person you pick is real creepy. Ask really specific, really specific questions. How many socks do you have? <laughs> why? <laughs> never answer that question. Never answer why. I think that's good advice. What would you do if you found a microphone in your sock drawer? Not this part. Not Just a question. I think it's good advice to try to find one person and foster a relationship with them. Yeah. Uh, don't ask creepy questions. No, but asking actual questions about them and what they what they did over the weekend and yeah. Ooh, that's a cute purse. Being interested in them. Compliments are always nice, Man. particularly if they're not forced. Yeah, just in general, like, like hey, uh, Sherry. I like your ears. You got you got good uh, pupils. You're right in the middle there. <laughs> so that's good. They're very centered. Sherry, your tits. <laughs> oh God, no! No matter how like familiar everybody is with one another, do not talk about anybody's boobs. Hey Sherry, nice tits. <laughs> Why don't I have any office friends? <laughs> Um, looking good, Greg. <laughs> Looks like your dick Looks... dick's on the left today. Oh my god. How's that trouser snake? That was a weird emphasis. <laughs> trouser snake. Yeah. Yeah, I think in general being or making an effort to be friendly. And if you make friends with a person who is part of this friend culture at work, you'll be integrated. Yeah. Uh, because now you're Carol's friend. Mm-hmm. And, and Carol is everybody else's friend. And so Carol... that must mean you're awesome. Yeah. I love Carol. She's nice. Great, great tits. <laughs> she always carries her dick on the right. <laughs> I'm like really put off by the idea of noticing where someone's dick is. <laughs> it's pretty horrifying. <laughs> I notice like ew. I've spent some I time I notice that you're <laughs> staring at your downstairs. Who boy. It's a lefty kind of day. And it's looking good. It really outlines that side of your D. That's your good side. That is definitely it. You should go left from now on. Looks rounder. <laughs> <laughs> 
most coveted quality in a dick. Roundness. <laughs> so round. Ooh, baby. That is one round dick. Mmm. Nothing gets me going more than a really circular dick. No edges. <laughs> I like my dick all edges, like my brownies. So good luck. Be friendly. Smile. Fake stuff. I have resty, resty, resting bitch face. Bitchy resting face. Ah, uh, I have, I have a rusty bitch face. <laughs> I have a rusty booch pop. What? Marissa just got sex executioned. <laughs> Woo! What you're hearing now are normal yeah! sounds escaping the body. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's Matthew McConaughey. He's the executioner. He's executioned her. I won. Woo! Be a lot cooler if you did. Thank you for listening to Hey Buddy. You can um send in your questions, please do, um to hbmcpodcast at gmail dot com. You mm-hmm. can follow us and like us on Facebook and yep. Twitter. Yep. Subscribe. Oh, do that. iTunes. Leave us a review or a rating uh, if you like what you hear. Do you like what you pretend that you can see? And uh, the best thing you can do for us is share us with your friends. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Hey Buddy. Don't forget to touch your feelings boners. Crab walking and drinking some wine. Don't touch me with your toes, you weirdo. (laughs)